I have a question for you, my Chakra Girl radio listeners. Do you feel like you have a deep connection to your intuition, but you don't know how to use it? Almost like you know you're meant to be a healer of some kind, but you know you have so much healing you need to do on yourself first, and you have no idea where to start. Babe, if you are feeling those whispers from the universe and you're attracted to all the woo-woo things like crystals, tarot cards, you know, it's because your inner goddess knows you have a big purpose in this lifetime and she wants to show you how intuitive you really are. So the first step is to connect to your inner healer goddess archetype so that you can begin to remember those innate abilities and she's closer than you may think. So I've created a fun and easy quiz for you to tap into your subconscious and to really make a connection with your inner healing goddess archetype. And on the results page of the quiz, I'm giving you a list of exactly how to use your powers to heal yourself and to heal the collective. So go take the quiz today and get started on your goddess journey to healing yourself and elevating the collective. So go to quiz.chakragirlco.com slash goddess. That's quiz.chakragirlco.com slash goddess. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Chakra Girl Radio with Amberly Lyons is an uncut look into the lives of today's influencers to create real conversation about spirituality, modern girl problems, and the balance between vodka and green juice, gurus and Gucci. We're getting real about the chaos, mistakes, and meltdowns that come along with success. Here's your main chakra girl, Amberly Lyons. Welcome back to Chakra Girl Radio. We are here today with Jessie Delo. She is a manifestation coach, certified yoga instructor, and art therapist. She blends her background in therapeutic healing with aromatherapy, meditation, journaling, and art making to inspire people to live the most vibrant life possible and step into alignment with their soul's true calling. She's the co-founder of How You Glow, a blog that I'm obsessed with, and she's just the cutest. So welcome to the show, Jessie. Thank you so much. What a great introduction. Thank you. <laughs> You're so welcome. Thank you for being here. So let's get into our rapid fire slumber party questions. What is your daily ritual? I have a lot of daily rituals. I love rituals. I love routine. And as much as I love spontaneity, I feel like it allows you to enjoy your spontaneity to have these grounding sort of routines that you take pleasure in. Mm -hmm. So, um, I mean, I have a baby, she's 16 months old and every day we start the day exactly the same. She gets into bed with my husband and I, and we give her her bottle in bed and we just cuddle and like the day starts from there always. And it's like, I think it's my favorite part of the day. It's the Mm. coziest, like most, really most magical, just like cuddle session. And then I make breakfast for everyone. Usually we have oatmeal and some fruit, some fruit that I make on the stove and shower time. It's like actually very routine. Like we have like a very, very like thing. (laughs) Exactly. And I have a really great skincare routine, which I love. Um, I won't bore you if that's not interesting to you. No, so interesting. Tell us. Yeah. You want to know? Okay. (laughs) So before I take a shower, I dry brush my skin. Have you guys, have you ever done that? Yeah. So tell us the benefits of dry brushing. I've like, I've done it. I've heard about it, but I'm not like super into it. What are the benefits Uh and what have you kind of like results have you seen from it? Well, I do it because it feels really good and it really wakes me up. So it basically you're taking a dry brush and you're gently stroking every area of your body, starting from 
your feet all the way up to, you know, up your legs, your body, as much of your body as you can do, little small strokes, your arms, your chest, everything. And what it does is it gets your circulation going and it starts to uh, create like a detoxification effect on your skin cells. So you're basically taking off like that top layer of like dead skin cells and also giving a clue to your bloodstream to wake up, to start flowing. And you'll really feel it. Like everything just starts to tingle and everything starts to wake up. And it really allows you to step into your body and really feel awake in your body. That's why I really love it. Mm -hmm. And then also it just makes you really smooth and soft. So when you then get into the shower and all that, you know, sort of excess debris, any toxins are washed off and you just have a fresh new layer of, it's not like you're doing this rough and there's actually a new layer of skin, but very subtle. And then when you get out of the shower and you put, I use True Botanicals body oil, which is very clean product, really luxurious and smells incredible. Um, and then you put that on your skin and you're like the softest ever and you Ooh, smell so good and, and you just it. feel like very awake in your body. Love it. Some baby bum skin in the morning. Exactly. Yes. I love uh, it. Yeah. Do you have a go-to crystal? Yes. Um, I ha- I really like pyramid-shaped crystals, first of all. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have a really beautiful rose quartz one. I just feel like you can always use more love and compassion and heart opening. So rose quartz is probably my favorite and my most used. I also love citrine for manifesting, for like joy and um, happiness and uh, prosperity. Mm, and money. Of course. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Prosperity, bring it. Yes. <laughs> um, what is one of your favorite cocktails or like a skinny hack that you have for a cocktail? Ooh. Oh, that's a good one. Um, well, I really like mezcal and tequila. I don't really like any other alcohol. Um, and I feel like just, you know, lots of lime, tequila. Yes. A little sparkling water and you're good to go. I mean, you don't really need much else. Yeah, I also I like love, um, I love um, Negronis. Oh yes. I love a Negroni. I wish yeah. there wasn't so much sugar in them though. Yeah. I mean, I, I try not to just, you know, have more than one, but it's so damn good. So and I also good. love Aperol spritz, which yes. feels very refreshing and light to me. Yes. So good. Love it. Who's your favorite Kardashian? Very important question. Uh, I mean, I'm really not... You're asking the wrong person because I'm not really that involved in pop culture. <laughs> I don't follow along. I'm I'm pretty. I don't even have a TV. I, I wouldn't Ooh. even know where to begin with with that. One question. of those. Oh my gosh. Yeah, one of those. I don't know if you can. <laughs> you can still talk to me after that answer. Yeah. <laughs> Interview's over. I'm just kidding. <laughs> You're like, bye. See you later. <laughs> okay. Well, you can redeem yourself. What is a guilty <laughs> pleasure that you have? <laughs> mm, I mean, so many. Um, <laughs> Guilty. I mean, I don't really feel guilty about taking pleasure in anything. I'm I'm sort of a um, a moderation person. Where when I when I indulge and when I do something that's you know maybe a little naughty, I fully enjoy it and I don't look back. I don't know. I mean, I'm someone I don't shy away from eating whatever I want. You know, I I love like a good cheeseburger. I love ice cream. I love fries. I love you know. I I balance it out with other you know healthy you know, glowy foods, but I love to eat. And yeah, I don't know. I, I don't, I don't really view anything as, as guilty. I have to be honest. 
Good girl. <laughs> Just all the balance. Okay. So tell us about your journey. How did you get into this glowing life? Ah, so let's see. Um, I went to school in Boulder. I went to college in Boulder, Colorado. I'm originally from New York and Boulder kind of opened my eyes to wellness and nature and, you know, yoga and all the things that I really had no idea about living in New York. I was just, I really was sort of clueless to all the amazing modalities out there. And so when I was there, I, I really got into hiking and nature and like I said, yoga. And after I graduated, I became certified as a yoga teacher. And then um, after that, went right into my master's program. And so I always knew I wanted to do something that made people feel good. And as a result, also made me feel good and just surround myself with people who were, you know, wanting to make their lives better. And I wanted to be a healer and help people to do that and just like immerse myself in goodness and good vibes. And I just sort of have have had that intention and I keep being rewarded with even more of that path. Like the path just gets clearer and more fun. And so when I moved to LA, I met my business partner, Tara, and we immediately started How You Glow together. And it's been so awesome because we've been able to just connect with so many amazing, vibrant people who are who have that same mission and we're able to learn from them and also to share that with the world. And, you know, I do my own healing work with clients um, through manifesting sessions and, you know, also through art making and yoga and meditation. And yeah, I mean, it's just, it feels like really good to be able to be doing what I set out to do and in new ways that I didn't even think I could. I love it. So when did the blog come into play? Like how long has it been going for now? It's been, I think it's five years, five years or so, maybe even a little longer. It was pretty immediate when I moved to LA. Yeah. And it's right now it's, you know, it's really fun. We recently redid it, made it better for mobile and just freshened it up. And it's so fun. It's one of those things that never gets old because it really does um, move with our lifestyles and with what we're interested in at the moment. I love that. So I'm loving you guys have like all the hot wellness tips. What is your favorite wellness modality of the moment? I mean, right now, you know, CBD is very trendy mm-hmm. and it's in popping up in everything. And I think as much as you really do have to be careful and make sure it's coming from a good source and that the people who are making it actually, you know, know what they're doing, just like any product. But I really am loving this, this brand called Sagely Naturals and they have this relaxing CBD cream that you can put on before bed and also an oil. And I swear, like it works like a charm. It doesn't get you high, nothing like that, but I put it on and I just massage a little bit into my arms and neck and I'm out. Mm, <laughs> I no, really like so it. Good. And I love how in LA you can get, C- like in some places you can get CBD in your drink. Like at Gracias Madre, I was getting sangria and they're like, how many drops of CBD would you like it? And I'm wow. like, as many as possible, please. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm loving that trend too. I actually was just texting my husband being like, we need to buy CBD today. I like yeah. been having the worst insomnia. Um, um, well, then you definitely forget that. that. I really yeah. Also, I don't know if you're familiar with Dosist, those um, those no. pens. No. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The pens. The, I mean, I have a pen, but it does yeah. have THC in it. But yeah, <laughs> I want. Yeah. I need to get one that that's just straight up CBD. Yeah, CBD, so you can just relax. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Hot tap. So between my bath ritual, my Kundalini meditation, saging, Palo Santoing 
and walking Samson for an hour. My mornings are pretty packed before I have to jump into work. And I know you're busy too. So when was the last time you actually ate a breakfast that was good for you rather than scarfing down a Starbucks sandwich on your way to work? I'm talking about a breakfast that actually nourishes your body because girl, your body is a wonderland. Thank you, John Mayer. Now that I'm doing daily harvest, my breakfasts have totally up-leveled. You know I love a good up-level and you can actually feel good about daily harvest because it's the only thing that's good for you, gives you nutrients and it's ready to eat in five minutes. You can just pop it in, go do your journaling, and then enjoy your food. Daily Harvest delivers carefully sourced, chef-crafted food built on fruits and vegetables. What more could you need? And everything stays fresh in your freezer until you're ready to eat it. I can't even tell you how many fruits and veggies I used to throw out when I was trying to do all this adulting on my own without Daily Harvest. So you get to choose from more than 50 nourishing options for any time of day, not just breakfast. So they've got ready-to-blend smoothies, savory harvest bowls, soups, and more amazing things. And each single-serving cup takes one one step to prepare. So you just add water or milk to a smoothie and you heat it up if it's a harvest bowl. And I don't know about you guys, I'm kind of dyslexic in the kitchen and this is just one thing that actually works for me because it's that easy. So all of Daily Harvest ingredients are carefully sourced for maximum nourishment and flavor. You can actually see all of the ingredients when you open the cup. And Daily Harvest is the easiest, most delicious way to load up on fruits and veggies first thing in the morning, before bed, or anytime in between, guys. So go to daily-harvest.com and enter promo code CHAKRA to get three cups free you're welcome in your first box. So that's promo code chakra for three free daily harvest cups at daily-harvest.com. Daily-harvest.com. Go get it guys. Okay. Tell us more about art therapy. This is something that's very new to me and you have a master's in it. Like I did not know that it was such a like recognized thing. Yeah, it, it really is. It's, um, you know, it's something that a lot of people ask me, what is it? Like some people are like, oh, do you repair art for a living? Like, <laughs> no, no, no. So art therapy, I did my master's at NYU and it's a very clinically based program. So you're trained as a therapist and you're also out in the field from day one. So you're working with clients from the first day that you start, you know, it's a session like you would have with a therapist, but it involves making art. And you're also talking of course, and you're processing and you're, you know, sharing, but it's a lot less intimidating for a lot of people to, to have sort of this like third party in the room, which is the art to kind of focus on and to also tap into a deeper unconscious part of yourself through making art. So sometimes like you wouldn't even have thought of something some way, but then when you're looking at something that you created, you're like, wow, you know, this actually reminds me of X, Y, and Z. And, you know, now that I'm looking at it, I think about it this way. And also it can just be a lot less just vulnerable to talk about a metaphor that you create rather than actually describing an experience if you're not ready to. So maybe you create this imaginary world and you talk about it and then you can talk in the third person rather than having to talk about yourself right away. And then when you warm up to it, you know, you can like, you know, make connections between yourself and the artwork, or you can just explore and see what comes up. And it can be just a creative outlook that you didn't have before. And it can just expand your, you know, it can be relaxing and just, you know, therapeutic rather than it having to go into like, you know, a deep trauma that you've had. And I find too, like whenever I'm painting or doing something artistic that I kind of almost in a meditative state that probably allows you to access deeper parts of your subconscious. Absolutely. That's right. And 
you know, I've always paired it with yoga. I purposely, you know, got trained as a yoga teacher so that I could just guide people through some yoga, some breathing. And I always use aromatherapy as well. So that even before, because art making can also be intimidating for those of us that aren't familiar with it or have been told that we're not an artist back mm-hmm. in the day and feel silly, you know, you know, letting ourselves go there. But with the yoga, with the meditation, with the aromatherapy, when your senses are relax and when your inhibitions are lowered then when you make art it flows a lot more smoothly and you're just in a state that you can really not judge yourself which Mm -hmm. I love so I I really like the pairing of those things I love that so how can we like DIY our own art therapy like if we're trying to work through something is there a way to just kind of you know do this on our own and kind of access something absolutely well I think a great way to start is to always have a journal. And before you start making art, you journal and it's stream of consciousness. So just writing whatever's on your mind without judging your thoughts or censoring your thoughts, just writing like without picking your pen up from the paper. And so it's just getting everything, all the junk out of your head, any clutter. So you do that for, let's just say five minutes, you could put a timer on or or as long as you want, maybe longer. And then you put that aside and get materials that just feel non-intimidating to you. So maybe it's collage, maybe it's I love watercolors. So that's mm-hmm. usually what I always have for my clients just because I feel like it's it's really like um, not so rigid. It allows you to be a little bit more expressive and free, but maybe that's too much for you and you prefer to have just like crayons or, you know, markers or something, whatever is going to make you feel comfortable and set yourself up and give yourself, you know, put a, put a song on, light a candle, put some incense on and create a sacred space for yourself to just explore and The key, key component is to forget about the product, the final product, and it's Mm -hmm. all about the process. So forget what it looks like, forget what, you know, it has to be this way or that way. Just let go of that entirely and try to really be in the moment with yourself. And then when you're finished with the art making, so maybe you give yourself 30 minutes or you give yourself unlimited time, whatever it is, you go back to your journal and you witness your artwork. So you look at your artwork and the same stream of consciousness uncensored, writing whatever comes to mind when you look at your art. So trying to, you know, just learn about yourself and about maybe your unique situation right now, whatever you're going through, through your art. So you can ask your artwork questions. You can, you know, dig into maybe what what does that color make me feel or what does that, you know, image represent and try to learn something. So it's like as if you're an outsider looking in, like what can I learn from what I've just created and how can I see something that's useful to me from this experience. Okay. Now I'm like, I've, I've ordered paints and canvases like months ago and they're just like sitting here. I have an easel. I have everything. I just haven't done it. So no, I'm definitely inspired. Yeah. Is there like a time frame that you suggest like, so you're not just like whizzing through it, doing it for the sake of doing it? You mean like a certain amount of time to spend on it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the beautiful thing about art making to me is that you sort of lose, you get in that flow state where you lose your sense of time. And so that's the goal really is to, if you have a block of time where you're just not focused on time and you can just like really let yourself enjoy and soak it up. But, you know, maybe you set, it depends on how busy you are and what you've got going on. But let's say you set, you know, 45 minutes aside and you say, this is what I'm going to do for the next 45 minutes rather than scrolling through Instagram, rather than you know, doing something that just sucks my time away. I'm going to like nourish my creative soul. I'm going to really just allow myself to play for a bit 
and not worry about what it looks like, but just the act of doing it is going to nourish me. So beautiful. So through the art therapy, when did you start working on the relationship side of things with your clients? Was this like before or after you got married? Um, after that's more recent. After I had my, after my husband and I had our daughter, Amelie. Um, so I used to work in treatment centers and sober living houses. And that's where I primarily worked with people. And then after having my daughter, um, I sort of wanted to transition into working with people like more outside of, of conventional centers. I just wanted to work with anyone who needed it, anyone who wanted it and needed it. And I didn't want to be working, you know, in those places. I just wanted to be my own, you know, person who could offer these services to anyone who wanted them. And I thought about what I really had to offer and how, if I blended all my skills together and my, like what I truly feel like I'm really gifted at, um, I came up with a session called a manifesting session where I could really help people create their dream reality. And so I just, I, I had that sort of epiphany when I was walking on the beach one day, I, I like dreamt it up and I immediately put it out there and immediately it just took off and it has been such a rewarding path. And I really feel, you know, when you just get a download and it's so what you're supposed to be doing mm -hmm. and it just like, and it just takes off. Yeah. It just takes off because it's like, it's a natural fit. And so as I've been working with people, you know, a lot of people who come to me want to manifest love, you know, that's a big component of it. And so I've been working with a lot of people and so awesome how quickly people have manifested their dream partner from even just one session. And it blows mm -hmm. me away. It really does. Yeah. yeah. I just started like really diving. I have a podcast now that I do sometimes with my husband called Madly Forever. And it's all about the exploration of how to stay madly in love and how to you know, be your best self in a relationship in all different types of relationships, but about compatibility and passion and love and vibrancy. And so this has become such a focus and such a passion and interest. And I feel like, you know, my husband and I are madly in love. We are so committed to being madly in love, which is part of what it takes, you know? And um, we are, we're really, really like interested in helping other people as well and, and having it be, you know, a focus. And so I decided to offer relationship coaching for other people. And again, it was one of those things that just like, it made so much sense with my skill set, with my interests and it took off again. So I think if you really follow what makes you light up and you realize that that's something that you could help other people do, you're going to be rewarded, you know? Totally. So other than manifesting a partner, what are some other like of the key relationship things that people come to you with or, or even a better question is what are some of the key values or practices that you're teaching on your podcast and through your work with uh, people in relationships? So there's the people who want to manifest a partner, right? Mm -hmm. And then there's the people who already maybe are in a relationship, but it's not exactly how they'd like it to be or feel. And like wondering how to keep the spark alive, how to, you know, reignite the passion, all those things. And, um, and I think it's, it comes down to both partners really being committed to, like, as I said before, and knowing that it's like, you'll do whatever it takes to, to fall in love with your partner every day and make them feel that way, you mm -hmm. know, and make them feel loved and cared for and appreciated and seen. And so in order to do that, 
oftentimes it involves you doing all of those things for yourself because Mm -hmm. people get really distracted and unable to be present for their partner when they don't feel good within their own body or within their own life or in their own Mm -hmm. self. So by first, you know, you know, putting the mask on themselves, making sure that they've, they've done their routines that make them feel good. They feel like they're like, you know, really taking care of themselves. They're, they're the best version of themselves that they can be, that they're living the path that they want to be living, that they don't feel like they have to live the way that their partner thought that they should. So they're stuck doing something, you know? So it's really being honest and getting to know what you want Mm -hmm. and being accountable to yourself. And then being really present and there for your partner to help them do the same. Like you are on this path with this person for a reason and you should be their best cheerleader advocate. They're like, you know, their support and not getting in the way of what's going to make them their best self. Totally. And I love what you said about how you treat yourself. I fully believe that the way that we get treated is manifested through how we treat ourselves. Yeah. And the way that we perceive how others see us is based on how we see ourselves. So if you change the lens on how you see yourself and what you think about yourself, like you'll, you'll really reinterpret things differently. Yes. So what is like one tangible thing that everyone in a relationship can do today to kind of reignite the spark? Well, I actually just, so I just had a podcast that came out, um, last Friday. It's, it's up right now. And it was with this, this, uh, amazing coaching duo that's been in love for, I think it's 28 years. They've been together and they're really in love and they, and they work with people. I just wrote this in, in one of my recent Instagram photos that they were talking about how after three years, you know, the, the honeymoon stage is over mm-hmm. typically like neurologically. Like three years of being together are married. I think three years of being together, just neurologically, it's not that same, like all you can think about, you know, you know, which is for a reason, you know, you need to be able to function in the world and do things. And and it takes a lot of energy to be in that state. But Mm -hmm. their whole thing is that you actually can prolong that state, but it takes an action rather. It doesn't just happen naturally. Right. So it takes an action and that action is consciously focusing on what you love about your partner and taking every opportunity you have to notice something that you love. So it's very easy to do the opposite, right? After yeah. those three years are, are up and you no longer have those you know, chemicals in your brain that are just like firing off how much you're obsessed with them, whatever. It's easy to be like, oh, actually, I don't like that about them or that annoys me or like, yeah. I wish she did this or this or whatever. And so it's, it's actually just really programming yourself to notice all the things you appreciate, you love, that you see in them that like make you feel good and, and telling them, actively telling them. And that does a couple of things. First of all, you praising your partner and, and observing and noticing all the good things that makes them feel really good and it actually makes them better. You know, it makes them, you know, just glow brighter, feel better about themselves. They're going to be better because of you seeing the good in them. Mm -hmm. And it also makes you more in love because whatever you focus on is what you see and is what becomes real to you, right? So if you focus on all the things that you like about them and you love about them, then you are going to feel all of those good things. And also like it comes back to you, you feel it in yourself. Totally. It's all like manifesting too. Like the energy that you're, you put yourself in is like the energy that perpetuates itself in the relationship. Yeah, exactly. And if you are feeling great about yourself and you really feel like you're living your truth, you're being yourself, that person is a mirror reflecting that back. And hopefully they feel that too. You know, Mm -hmm. we're mirrors for each other. And if something's, if something's foggy and not clear and doesn't feel good, 
we need to polish the mirror instead of being like, oh, this isn't working and like walk the other way. It's like, no, okay, let's, this is an opportunity for growth. Every, mm-hmm. every time that we have even just an argument, it's an opportunity for growth. It's an opportunity to get closer. It's mm-hmm. not an opportunity to get further apart. It's no. in fact the opposite. Yeah. I found the same with my husband. It's like, it's almost like the more fights we have, the less fights we have, like they're fewer and farther between because we're learning how to like grow from it and evolve from it and learning how to like look at the positive and not only focus on the negative. And we were just at dinner last night and we were just like, why do I feel like we've only been together for like a month? Like <laughs> I just, we're, we were just like, so like loving, but I think, I mean, I think there's ups and downs with all relationships, but it comes down to like the awareness of, okay, if we're in a funk, how do we like get ourselves out of it as individuals and support each other at the same time to get out of it? Absolutely. Yeah. And, and you know, it's the couples that never feel comfortable enough to rock the boat that don't yeah. have a deep relationship. It's like, you got to be comfortable to speak your truth, to, to fight, to, you know, have a difference in opinion and and to grow together through those conflicts. Yeah. Go give your partners compliment everyone right now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Write them a love letter. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I know. I was thinking about, that's actually one thing I should do because my husband, when we first started dating, when we were at work, we would like send each other emails and just be like, I love you so much. <laughs> Cause he'd be at work and it's like the only thing you can think about. Right. Yeah. I still do that. I mean, I just, yesterday I, I was sending my husband all these like really cheesy I was in a store and there was all these like love cards and I just kept taking photos of them. Yeah. And I was like, I'm really sorry. Your wife is just really obsessed with you. I know. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry if this is annoying. And he was like, no, I love it. I know. When my, poor, when my husband's at work, I'm just like texting him all these things. He's like, okay, I love you too. <laughs> or like I'll phone him. I just want to talk. He's like, um, I have a job. But <laughs> I know the worst is like when he's on a meeting at his computer and you know how the texts pop up. Yes. Oh my gosh. He's like, in a meeting. (laughs) Yeah. Don't text for a minute. (laughs) Yeah. Let's admit it, guys. Sometimes we all feel a little bit stuck, no matter how far along we are. Did you know that you can get online counseling with a company called BetterHelp? I feel like I low-key manifested this a few years ago when I was crying in my car in the parking lot outside of my old work, wishing there was a counselor that I could talk to. True story. But it's amazing because you can connect with professional counselors in a safe and private online community, and you don't have to leave your house or the parking lot if that's where you do your crying. So you can really get help on your time at your pace. You could do video, phone, and even text with a therapist. I feel like they're going to regret giving me access with text messaging because I'll be texting every five minutes asking why my foot hurts and why my husband looked at me the wrong way. But like I said, they're licensed professionals. They're specialized in all areas. So like depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LBGTQ matters, grief, self-esteem. It's all 100% confidential. And if for whatever reason you don't feel like you vibe with your counselor, you can get a new one for no additional charge. I mean, I don't like being told that anything's my fault. So I would probably change counselors like every five seconds. So you can choose from 3,000 people across 50 states. So I'm sure you'll find someone that you love. And the beauty of it is that you don't have to be in the US to sign up and get the support. This is a worldwide situation. You can text, chat, 
phone and video, and you have your first communication with someone within 24 hours. And again, that's from your computer, mobile web, Android, and iOS app. And you can schedule weekly sessions or more if needed. Since they've got such a broad area of expertise, like that's really amazing because you don't need the expert to be living in your city. Like you can talk to them wherever they are. What I love is that financial aid is available for those that qualify. So remember guys, this is secure, it is convenient, it's professional, and it is affordable. And Chakra Girl Radio listeners are getting 10% off your first month with the discount code Chakra. So why not get started today? Work through whatever is holding you back. So go to betterhelp.com slash Chakra. So you simply fill out the questionnaire that's going to help them assess your needs and they're going to match you with a counselor that you're going to love. So go to betterhelp.com slash Chakra. Let's talk about cord cutting because this is something Mm -hmm. that we do with clients Mm -hmm. as well. So tell us about cord cutting how we do it, why we do it, and what it does for us. Mm -hmm. So the idea is that energetically, we are connected to everyone that we've opened our hearts to. And And our legs too. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And just energetically, anyone that we've like really crossed energy with. And so it could be, you know, some guy, you know, from five years ago that had you had a traumatic experience with it. you know and maybe you never really thought much about him since then but every once in a while when something reminds you you get like a pang you know mm-hmm. or even you know when you know you randomly think about someone and like they think about you you know maybe they're thinking about you at the same time it's like this energetic cord that connects two people and you don't need to be anywhere near them in time or space but it is this sort of tie, energetic tie. And sometimes we actually are drained by it and we don't need it and it doesn't serve us. And so it's time to really release and let that go and cut that cord. So after a breakup, often, you know, it's a really, really helpful thing to energetically cut that cord so that you're no longer spilling energy towards a source that no longer serves us. And, you know, maybe it's also, it could be a parent, a mom or a dad. And it doesn't mean that you're like, okay, I'm cutting you off forever. Goodbye. I I have no contact with you. That's not what it means at all. It just means that if we're being drained energetically by someone, that we are taking control back of our energy and where it goes and cutting a cord that, you know, depletes us and brings it to some place or someone that we do not want it to go. So what are the steps and how to facilitate this? So when I do it with clients, first of all, we talk, you know, we, we really get an understanding of where the energy is going and when it started and how it feels and when it comes up, you know, really just getting sort of firm. Cause sometimes these things are pretty unconscious and we don't realize it. And you know, maybe it reminds you actually, you know, it's connected to this. And maybe the reason why this one's pretty strong is actually because before that there was this one. And, you know, and so really getting an understanding of what these cords are that we're holding on to. And then I do a chakra balancing meditation and different cords are connected to different chakras. So Mm -hmm. let's say it was sort of like um, a hurt or, you know, a toxic relationship with your mother and it's like connected to your root chakra. And then maybe there was a, a heartbreak and it's connected to your heart chakra or someone who shut you down and made you feel like you couldn't communicate and speak your truth and it's connected to your throat chakra. And, you know, so there's all these different places that they live. So once we talk and we assess like where they're holding it and where the cord stems from, so we know where to cut it. 
Mm-hmm. And so we do a, a chakra balancing. And within that we I go in and I cut the cords and I clear the energy and, um, you know, like Palo Santo and Sage and really clear it. And it's a very, very powerful experience. People have really, really released a lot and report feeling much lighter, much clearer, like a physical as well as emotional relief afterwards. I love that. And I never actually thought of it that way. I know like when I do chakra clearings for people, obviously I clear the different chakras depending on, um, you know, what's going on, but I never thought of doing actual cord cutting on the different chakras. Mm -hmm. I always thought it was a sacral chakra thing, but that totally Mm -hmm. makes sense that Mm -hmm. if it's for a totally different thing, then it could be a different chakra. So Mm -hmm. you said, so mommy issues, would daddy issues be root chakra too? Yeah. I mean, it depends. It depends on the nature of the daddy issue. Right. Right? So that's why you talk, you understand it. And also the different cords are of different thickness, right? Because some, you know, maybe one was just like, there's an energetic tie, but it's not something you think about all the time. And then maybe some is like a really big one that's like really draining all your energy. So it's like you get an understanding of how how hard it is to really cut this tie and what you need to do. and. Mm-hmm what it feels like and, and visualizing that cord being cut, being like shrinking, shrinking, shrinking down and replenishing you back with your own energy and sealing it up and healing it. And, you know, we really go in and, and resolve. I love that. So in terms of the actual, like, if someone wanted to like do cord cutting at home, do you, and I've seen people do it this way. Do you actually like you like I've seen people where you like pretend your fingers are scissors and yeah, kind of like literally yeah. cut the cord. So that's what yeah. you do. Okay. Okay. Um, I love that. Or you could visualize that, you know, or you could yeah. like use a wand, a crystal wand. You can yeah. use anything that's going to, you know, cut that energy. I love that. And then you just kind of envision the cord being cut and then kind of shriveling back into yeah. and re- re-replenishing you yeah. with what was lost. Love that. I feel like that's such a good one because with even like little things that you don't close the loop on, like someone that you didn't text back or, mm-hmm. you know, you're supposed to send, you know, send someone an answer about something and you just avoided it or whatever, yeah. like any little tiny thing that you haven't closed the loop on actually kind of drains you a little bit. So absolutely. So yes. Yeah, so you've been doing there. like just an evening reflection, like, mm-hmm. you know, playing your day back and seeing anything that feels unresolved and sort of using that moment maybe there's something that physically needs to take place the next day. You write it down and you make sure you handle it or you just resolve it for yourself, you know, Mm. in that moment so that you've closed your day, you've reflected and you don't have this like frantic energy coming from you. Yes. Okay. So many good tips. Speaking of frantic energy, let's move into manic moments and manifesting where we talk about our last meltdown and the last thing we manifested. So I can go first. Okay. Um, As I mentioned, my sleeping has been berserk. Like I went to bed at 10, fell asleep at one. I don't know what is going Mm. on. I think it's because I'm not eating as many carbs. So I'm Mm -hmm. immediately adding more carbs back in. And I... I probably need to compliment my husband a lot today because he like woke up earlier than me this morning and he was like in the kitchen clamoring around and he didn't close the bedroom door. So I like pulled a Michelle, like a full Michelle Tanner or is it, or was it Stephanie Tanner? I can't remember, but I was like, how rude. Oh my God. Slammed the door. 
so funny. It's hilarious. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. So God. he thought it was hilarious and was just like repeating <laughs> all day, like, how rude, how rude. And I was like, no, seriously, that, that was rude. Don't ever that do that. It's so <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> so yeah, learn some lessons today to resolve that. <laughs> we had a rude awakening from our daughter at five in the morning too. I was oh, saying no. the same thing. How rude. Yeah. How rude. <laughs> How rude. Um, <sighs> manic, I mean, let's see. Well, I was recently really, really sick. And so that was just like a terrible chapter that I'm, I'm coming out of and feeling honestly better than ever right now, just to appreciating my health, appreciating being able to do every, do everything. You, you forget that when you're sick, like even if you have the smallest thing wrong, like how mm-hmm. you didn't appreciate having that thing before totally. functioning effortlessly. And like being able to breathe through your nose yes, is such a luxury. Just, <laughs> yes. Or like if your toe hurts and you can't walk as well, you know, yeah. it's, it's just such a blessing to feel good in your body and to recognize it and really pay attention and, and savor it and cherish it. And, um, you know, I was, I was really sick and very, very bad shape. So I'm really, really grateful to be healthy and be myself again. Mm-hmm. Um, and manifest, what have I manifested? We're in the process right now of, manifesting a new home. I won't say we manifested it yet because it's still in the process. <laughs> but if but, you say you manifested it, then you'll manifest it. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's funny because we're, we're, both my husband and I are so indecisive when it comes to um, to moving because we're so attached to our current house. And we know that eventually we have to because, you know, it's a little small for our family, but we're so in love with it and so in love with the location. So we were like, we're both like one foot in the door, one foot out of the door. We keep like, we're like, okay, okay. I mean, we're so, we're unclear about if we even really want to manifest it, but but we're like mm-hmm. manifesting the best that we can. <laughs> yes. You know. Manifesting the clarity. Exactly. Exactly. And just trusting that, you know, wherever we end up will be great. But we just really love where we are right now. I love it. So, okay, I have to do my manifest. So I... Oh my gosh, I have so many. Actually, I'm just going to say what happened today, which was kind of crazy. So whenever I'm chatting with a potential new client and they're kind of like unsure, or they're like not sure about the investment and they kind of need to like think about things. I always send them like this little clarity practice. And at the end, you basically, you know, offer it up to the universe and ask for a sign. And mm-hmm. I sent it to a girl yesterday and you know, she did the clarity practice and then I ran into her today <laughs> and I was like, here's Whoa, your sign. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> so crazy at some like random event. So uh, like little brunch event. And I was like, oh my gosh, I think this is the sign. Call me later. <laughs> <laughs> She'll definitely be calling you. That's She'll definitely scary. be calling me. And then on that, actually on that note too, I yesterday was with my husband, driving with my husband and I just got my new car and I was like, I said to myself, well, if this new girl signs, I'm going to reward myself with my Gucci runners. And he was like, you just rewarded yourself with a Porsche. Like, you're <laughs> fine. But then I thought about it and I was like, I don't like that I made that thought. Like, I can't be like, if I don't, I don't really believe in if this, then this. Like, uh-huh. it's not like I could just buy the runners now and then you know, trust that the right client will come. So I kind of like called myself out for that. And I was like, no, I'm just going to buy them anyways. Like, 
get that. And then, you know, hopefully now I've manifested her. So it was kind of like a weird string of events. That sounds that's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta see this car of yours. Yeah, it was the Porsche Cayenne 2019. I named her Gem. Like oh, the holograms. That. Congratulations. That's exciting. Thank you. Yes. Very exciting. Okay. This has been delightful. So many good tips. I'm literally going to go paint and <laughs> compliment my husband all day. I can't today. wait to see your font. Yeah. Your creation. Yes. <laughs> just lose yourself in it. Yes. Yeah. And write a love note to your husband. Oh, yes. I'm going <laughs> to do that too. So, where can we find you? Your podcast and social media. Yeah. Tell us everything. So my Instagram handle is my name, Jessie Delo, J-E-S-S-I-E-D-E-L-O-W-E. And podcast is called Madly Forever. And you can find it on the fullest. Um, it's on iTunes, but on the fullest website, they have it there as well. And it's also on Instagram, just at Madly Forever. And How You Glow, howyouglow.com. And at how you glow, go check it out. Go get yourself glowing. Get yourself glowing. And I'm very, very grateful to be on your podcast. Thank you. It was so lovely chatting with you. Yay. So lovely chatting with you too. Everyone, go check out Jessie anywhere and everywhere. We're linking you to all her things. Have the best day and go paint something. <laughs> Bye, Thank guys. you so much. Bye. Thank you so much for being a chill Shocker Girl and tuning in to Shocker Girl Radio. Don't forget to subscribe and give us a five-star rating. You can find more info on Chakras and on Amber Lee at theshockergirlco.com and follow all the glam and grounded goodness on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at theshockergirlco. Amber Lee loves engaging with her listeners, so DM her anytime.